Welcome to the Conscious Business Leader Show. I'm Anna Choi, founder and CEO of Conscious Business Coaching, helping high achieving business leaders prevent burnout to grow in flow. Our firm empowers the next generation of global leaders who will cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness. Join us for the end of the show where we'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing business inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Ready? Let's go. Today we have John Murphy with us today. How are you, John? I'm doing great. Thanks, Gabby. How are I'm, you? I'm good. I'm good. I cannot complain. It's a great day to have a great day. So. All right. Well, I noticed from the information that I saw that you're kind of a jack of all trades. So why don't you start by telling us, t- walking through who you are and what it is that you do? Yeah, well, I wouldn't call myself a jack of all trades. Uh, I specifically focus on transformational change at both the individual level and the corporate level. So I'm a business okay. consultant. I started my practice 32 years ago, almost 33 years ago now. Oh, wow. I've worked with companies and business leaders and even military leaders all over the world. Uh, leading deep change, transformational mm-hmm. change, not just transactional stuff, but really pulling teams together in a united way. So my very first book was titled Pulling Together. Uh, and I, ever since write, writing that book, that's essentially the, the passion and the mission that I've been on is, is, is pulling teams together. And you know, as well as anybody, uh, we need it these days. Yes, yes, absolutely. And so what is the story to why you decided to do specifically a transformational change? Like, What's the story behind that? Yeah, well, I left, I graduated from the University of Notre Dame with a degree in finance in 1982. And I went to Chicago and worked in corporate finance for a couple of years. And I discovered I just don't like this at all. (laughs) Wow. I made a big mistake. Mm. How do I do? And I really wanted something more people related. So I I took a cut in pay. I moved to my hometown of Grand Rapids, Michigan. Okay. And I started a job as an employee relations manager, completely different industry. But one of the things I did, Gabby, is I'd go out in the middle of the night because we ran a three-shift operation, and I got to know every one of hundreds of employees by name. Wow. And I started really leading transformational change at that level. And I was a quarterback at Notre Dame, and I was trained okay. to pull people together, get aligned, and execute whatever it is you're doing with precision and accuracy and teamwork. Mm-hmm. So I started to do that just intuitively. It wasn't really my, my academic training. Yeah. And I led some massive change, worked my way up to the senior executive of human resources at that company mm-hmm. uh, and made the national news. And Harvard Business School was curious about the work I was doing. So that really awakened me, so to speak. And my next calling, so to speak, then was to leave that organization, and I did that in 1988, and start my consulting practice, specializing, if you will, in really pulling people together, which led to that first book, Pulling Together, which led to 20, 20 more books, and I'm actually working on my 21st book right wow. now. <laughs> wow, absolutely. So you've had, you've had a journey. So you've done a lot of things. You've got a lot of little talents in your back pocket. Absolutely. And so you mentioned, obviously, it's been kind of innate for you as far as being a leader. So what does being a conscious business leader mean to you then? I think of consciousness as awareness and Mm -hmm. a form of awakening and and getting out of the subconscious program that we all have. You know, over 95 percent of our day is run by the subconscious or the habitual mind, as Wayne Dyer likes to call it. Mm 
we're just running on programming. <clears throat> and a lot of it is mindless programming. We've been trained by people who had no training mm-hmm. in, in, with good intentions. But I like to remind people, pay attention to who and what you pay attention to, because we've all been given lousy advice by people who love us. They just don't mm-hmm. know any better. Mm-hmm. So we have this programming. And so to me, consciousness and awareness and this awakening is beginning to really mind the mind. Mind what mm-hmm. you pay attention to. Mind who you pay attention to. Because we've all been given advice. I was given advice in high school after a very serious foot accident. I was given advice by a world-renowned orthopedic surgeon that I would never play football again. And two years later, I was playing at Notre Dame. So we have to be very careful about some of the experts telling us things. So I think awareness and consciousness is about Mm -hmm. keeping an open mind, a truly open mind, and challenging those assumptions and paradigms and limiting beliefs that we've we've all got. Absolutely. And so I'd love for you to go a little bit deeper on that. Just I think that's really interesting as far as how to really break that cycle. You said we all get bad advice and you keep an open mind. But how do you, when, especially when we can see cycles in our families, in our workplace, how do you break that chain basically and separate yourself to have that consciousness and awareness to make that change for yourself? One of the most important steps is letting go. <clears throat> it's not about adding more to your plate. It's about mm-hmm. deletion. Why manage stress when you can delete it? Why manage anything when it's, it's unnecessary? Mm-hmm. So I wrote a book uh, 10 years ago called Beyond Doubt, Four Steps to Inner Peace. And the four steps were let be, let go, let see, and let flow. And this is what that means. Let be is be present. Be here, be now. Mind the mind, because the mind wants to wander. The mind wants to think about the past and the mistakes you made and all the regret or grief that you might be holding on to. Mm-hmm. Or it wants to jump into the future and project worry and doubt. Uh-oh, what if this goes wrong? Uh-oh, the world's falling apart. Mind the mind. Be here, be now, be present. That's step one. Step two is let go of all the distractions. Mm-hmm. We're surrounded by distractions. And we keep adding and adding. I call it the closet space syndrome. We keep adding things into the closet, and then we think we need a bigger closet (laughs) or more closets. Get rid of stuff. We Mm -hmm. do the same thing with the mind, and we do the same thing with time, Gabby. Mm -hmm. We keep adding things to our agenda, and then we think we don't have enough time for what's important. Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't have time for that. We all have 24 hours in a day, and it's been that way for a while, so (laughs) mind the way you use your time. Mm -hmm. And that leads us to let's see. The third step, let's see is... When you let go of all the distractions and you let go of all the things weighing you down, the emotional baggage, the social baggage, the financial baggage or debt, whatever, Mm -hmm. you let that all go, you begin to see the world in a very different way. It's transcendence. You're transcending the ego, the the dualistic ego thought system. The ego thinks in terms of right and wrong and us and them and competition. We've all grown up with that. Uh, Once you get beyond the either or to the and, I like to call it the genius of and. Mm -hmm. So it's not option A versus option B. It's option C or D, something we haven't even thought of yet. Mm, Okay. I teach a lot of creativity in business practices in my coaching practice. I I, I help people find what I like to call the third right answer. It's Mm -hmm. not option A or B. So stop fighting over those two positions and find something. Outside the box. Okay. Okay. So yeah, so you start to see things different. These people that used to annoy you don't annoy you anymore. Mm. These situations that used to annoy you. They don't annoy you anymore. You you see with a different light. You see mm-hmm. with a different mindset. And when you let and when you let see, you go to the fourth step, let flow. Flow is the Tao. Flow is 
the Holy Spirit. Flow mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. key. It's prana. It's this life-giving energy that, that, that gives us life. Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it's love with a capital L, unconditional, pure, agape, sac- sacred love. Mm-hmm. So consciousness and business consciousness to me is leading at a whole different level of awareness. Yeah. Getting out of that ego box, right and wrong and compete and us mm-hmm. and them into a cooperative networking united box, recognizing we're all connected. So what we do unto others, so to speak, we're, we're doing to ourselves. So right. when we condemn another, we're condemning ourselves. But when we forgive another, we're forgiving ourselves. Mm-hmm. So make a choice. Forgive yourself. <laughs> and mm-hmm. Do it by forgiving yes. others. Yes. That's, yeah, that's the cycle. And uh that book went on to win the most uh, best inspirational book of 2010. I, I can imagine, like, I'm inspired right now. Like, just even with yeah. a simple breakdown, it's so simple, but it's, yeah, it's something that's like a lot of people look over. And I feel like we just have, don't have this idea of how to bring ourselves peace when really it's those four simple steps you just went over. Well, what we sometimes think is that, well, I'll be at peace when the rest of the world stops fighting. Mm. You know, when the rest of the world stops arguing about this or that then mm-hmm. then i'll be at peace and that's doesn't work that, you, mm-hmm. that's disempowerment true empowerment mm-hmm. is recognizing that you have all the power you need already within you and around you you have to just open the faucet you have to let go yeah. of the barriers and the resistance and the blockage and let that Tao energy let that sacred energy flow through you you you're using your body i love the quote from saint francis make me an instrument of your peace you're using your body and your mind to channel pure sacred energy, so to speak, to others, with others, to make the world a better place. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, that's the, that's been the secret to my success for 30 plus years now. As I go into organizations where I don't even speak the language, I don't really understand the culture, and I don't know exactly what it is they're doing. I'm not an expert in technology or in medicine or in military, in a lot of the teams mm-hmm. I work with. But I bring the energy together to mm-hmm. the collective. I like to call it the collective consciousness. I mean, we create okay. collective mindset, and it's focusing on solutions, not problems. That's another important, I think, takeaway. A lot of times people are dwelling on problems. Oh, well, this is a problem. This is a problem. When you, right. dwell, you, you become what you dwell on, mm-hmm. you manifest whatever it is you're thinking about over and over and over again. So be careful of what you're thinking about, because if you're thinking about all the problems in the world, you're not helping. Mm-hmm. The idea here is to think about every problem has a solution. In fact, it has more than one. So when we start shifting from that negative, oh, no, what about this problem mm-hmm. to let's get creative and let's find solutions. That's, that's conscious business right there, if you ask me. Yeah, I agree. I absolutely agree. And so as far as what you said, as far as you go into these different businesses, different languages, cultures, everything, do you believe it's kind of not necessarily easy, but you're able to really bring something to the table? Because I think every human kind of has that need of wanting to be at peace and wanting help in order to be more conscious. Yes, absolutely. And, and one of the lessons I've learned, Gabby, is that you have to, to quote Gandhi, you have to be the change. Mm-hmm. You have to be the peace. You can't go in there and talk about peace in an agitated way. You know, right. You have to, you have to demonstrate it. And this goes to parents with children as well. Mm-hmm. You have to be the example. Mm-hmm. You teach mostly by demonstration. 
So you got to stop and ask yourself, what am I demonstrating when I go into a situation? And I, I learned this actually as a quarterback. When you walk up to the line of scrimmage in football, you know, you have a play called, you have goals, you have a game plan, you have a strategy, you have all that stuff. Same thing in business, hopefully. <laughs> but the truth is when the ball is snapped, you have no idea what's really going to happen. Mm-hmm. Okay, there's a lot of uncertainty. And certainly there's uncertainty in the world today. So how are you going to approach it? Are you going to approach it with fear and anxiety and all the things that could go wrong? Somebody mm-hmm. could get hurt. You could get hurt. You could, you know, <laughs> or you could approach it with confidence and poise mm-hmm. and that sense of inner peace, that grace. Mm-hmm. And if you're going to be in a, a successful quarterback or business, conscious business leader, then you better approach it with that confidence and inner peace and not worry and doubt and that just fuels the fire. Yeah, so that's what I do. I do. I, I go in with with a, a very high degree of faith and confidence mm-hmm. and patience and trust in the process. I trust the process that I use to teach and awaken and pull people together because it works. And that process is what really uh, pulls everyone together. Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. designed that way. Absolutely. And I feel like what some people, other people might offer just businesses is kind of a routine thing. I feel like you're teaching things that when things aren't routine, this is how you can go about them. Like you said, coming with that confidence, that peace, that patience, which goes to a whole nother level and takes the business to a whole nother level. What can we do when things go out of whack? When we have, you know, unforeseen circumstances. Yeah. Well, you know, we're all creatures of habit and mm-hmm. we fall into these habitual patterns and uh, even a new technology, a new app, it's like, oh, man, I got to right. learn an app, you know, this and that. Meanwhile, your three-year-old kid is, you know, give it to me, I'll, I'll you know, <laughs> fearless. <clears throat> yes. so fear, fear is an important factor here. And at the subconscious level, human beings are afraid because that's mm-hmm. the ego. Mm-hmm. Ego is a fear-based thought system that everyone is trained in. It's that dualistic, right, wrong, fear-based system. So and and it's it's also about attachment. We get attached to things, and then we live in perpetual fear of losing whatever we've attached to. Mm. A person, a job, a house, a car, mm. an asset, <laughs> a title, anything. When we are attaching our happiness to something external, we live in fear of losing it. It's it, it's buried deep mm. in the subconscious mm-hmm. mind. But true freedom is transcending fear. Transcending to what is called inspiration. It comes from the word in spirit. Mm-hmm. Spirit is fearless. When you are inspired, you're not, you're not afraid of anything. You'll jump through whatever hoops you've got to jump through to be successful. Every successful entrepreneur knows this. Mm-hmm. Sure, there's going to be mistakes. I've made yeah, lots. There's going to be uh, what some people would call failures, but I like to think of it as if you learned something from it. You mm-hmm. can't really call it a failure. Mm-hmm. It was just a lesson and learned a lesson in disguise. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I, uh, I think you've got to help people get beyond fear. And gotcha. another word for fear is resistance. Mm. It's, it's, you know, there's a lot of people think they think that, that human beings naturally resist change. You've heard it probably a thousand times. Yes, people of course. No, we don't. We are designed for change. We're changing effortlessly every day. Just start fear. With your body. Your mm-hmm. body is changing, like it or not, you know. Yeah. <laughs> your changing. Your moods change. Okay. 
everything is in motion. Mm-hmm. Everything's moving. Mm-hmm. So you can either learn to go with that flow and ride the current, ride the great Tao, or you can go through life afraid and resisting mm-hmm. and pushing back. You know, age gracefully, <laughs> work gracefully. You know, there's all these paradigms, these belief systems. If you want to be successful, for example, you have to work hard. No, you don't. Mm-hmm. You have to work smart. There's a huge difference. Mm-hmm. I know people mm-hmm. who work their tails off seven days a week mm-hmm. and they're not really getting very far. Right. You know? right. Work intelligently, which okay. means find the leverage, I like to call them leverage points, the root, root causes to whatever's mm. holding you back. Find that and delete it. And that's part of the let go step. Mm-hmm. Find it and delete it and get and get out of your own way, so to speak. Exactly. And so there's so much great little tips and tricks and everything. And so as far as, you know, there's flow, there's letting go of things, there's patience. What would you say, maybe even just for yourself, not necessarily just for business, is your best and favorite energy practice? I mean, simply put, what would you say that's something that you do probably daily? Love with a capital L. Let me let me also clarify that. So capital L love is pure, unconditional, mm-hmm. sacred love. It's mm-hmm. not the ego definition of love. The ego defines love as something you fall in and out of. Okay. I love my car, but now it's gone. I love my spouse. Mm-hmm. I love my children. It's it's uh, but I you can fall out of it. You can have fallouts in your family. You can have you have divorces, things like that. That mm-hmm. you, I don't love that person anymore. I don't love that thing anymore. Love's not temporary. Capital L love is not temporary. It's eternal. So I and, and it's a close cousin to gratitude and appreciation and joy. So to your question, I wake up every morning with gratitude mm-hmm. and appreciation. And I'm big into meditation. You know, I've, I use a lot of different meditation techniques. I spend 30 minutes every morning. To me, it's like taking a, a shower, but it's a you know mental, emotional shower, mm-hmm. not a physical thing. So I, I meditate every morning. And when I meditate, I'm listening. I'm not talking or asking mm-hmm. God for anything. I'm I'm listening for guidance and insight. And what is it you would have me do today? So that I, I and I think of love as an, a form of energy. It's 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 where we all come from, and it's where we are, mm-hmm. and it's where we're all returning to. It's it's this field of energy that gives us life. And there's other names for it, of course, you know, uh, but it's, it's, it's a simple put love with a capital L. Now I can apply to so many different aspects of your life and in different variations, whether it's to yourself, to your family, to business. Absolutely. And so definitely want to get this in. Tell us about your book that just came out called Miracle Minded Manager. I described capital L love quite clearly in that Mm -hmm. book. Story okay. actually, and it's a sequel to a book I wrote 26 years ago. And it just occurred okay. to me that you know what? I'm going to take all the lessons I've learned in the last 26 years, build them into a sequel to a wow. book that did really well. The book was called Agent of Change Leading mm-hmm. a Cultural Revolution, and that book was my first allegory or parable. It's mm-hmm. I, I shifted from kind of a, a non fiction text type style right into a, a creative novel type style with, with an educational purpose. So Miracle Minded Manager is really the story about a, a, a stressed out executive who's successful, mm-hmm. so to speak, on paper, but he's got tra- challenges with his family. He's got challenges with his health, challenges with his father, 
challenges with his work. And so he goes to this consultant who helped him in the first book and says, hey, you know, you helped me change my corporate culture and it's been very successful. Can you help me change me? <laughs> wow. Can you help me? I, I'm just, you know, I'm not, I'm just I'm falling apart here. <clears throat> so it's really a book about not managing stress, but deleting it. Mm. You know, because we, we have all these ways to manage stress. We go to the gym, right. you know, or we go mm-hmm. to the club, we go to, you know, do, you know, do something to try to cope with the mm-hmm. stress, but there's a, there's a, there's a way to just eliminate it. Mm-hmm. And it's in your mind. So this book is a very mindful, conscious business leadership book. It's gotten wonderful endorsements from senior executives and uh, best-selling authors, New York Times best-selling authors and people like that. So uh, yeah, I'm really excited about it. And I'm already working on another one. So there you go. Yeah, it sounds exciting. I mean, like I said, it's literally coming from what you've learned. Like, there's a story. It's a real life story, even if it's in a nonfiction way. That's yeah. I'm very excited for you. Congratulations. Oh, thank you. Yeah, because it it is even though it's 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 fiction. It's very fiction. Real. Sorry. Yes. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> you Absolutely. So John Murphy can be found at johnmurphy.org. Anywhere else where people can go to contact you or get more information. Sure. It's, it's actually John J. Murphy. John J. Murphy. Yes. John J. Murphy. And I, that's what I'd recommend that people start with, because from that site, you can go to my YouTube channel. I've got over 200 self-help free videos out on YouTube, uh, just on all kinds of different things I've learned over the, the years. Um, I'm on LinkedIn, uh, John J. Murphy mystic. I'm on Facebook, uh, author John J. Murphy. You know, there's a lot of John Murphy's in the world. So you got to throw some J in there. <laughs> differentiate you or whatever. Um, so yeah, you can, you can easily find me. Um, and, uh, I, I love connecting with people. I'm all about connecting. So, uh, hopefully if your audience likes what they have to, to hear, uh, we'll connect and, and collaborate going forward. Beautiful. Love it. Well, thank you so much, John, for your time and for all your wisdom that you have shared today. Thank you, Gabby. Anytime. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Business Leader Podcast. If you're a conscious business leader or entrepreneur who would like to be on the program, please visit annasunchoy.com slash apply. Now, if you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone, text it to a friend, or post it on the socials. And if you do that, tag us with the hashtag Conscious Business Leader. Now, can you also hook us up now to your podcast player and just give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. Your feedback helps us better empower that next generation of global leaders to cause a tipping point in elevating humanity's consciousness through being a loving presence. While you're at it, hit the subscribe button. You know why? Because each week you're going to be inspired and energized 15 minutes a day. My name is Anna Choi. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Conscious Business Leader Movement.